Ducks fans, are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Mike Walton, along my co-host, Eddie Richard. And, uh, well, we've been gone for about a month, Eddie Richard. Uh, not a lot happened in August, but uh, it is September. Not some, uh, you know, playing some you know, season games and whatnot. But we have plenty of news for you guys. We're going to talk about the training camp in which uh, Eddie Richard went to. I went to the uh, Getzloff uh, Shootout Golf Tournament. We both talked to some of the players, so we have some updates we'll talk about. We'll talk about uh, injury news as well. Uh, some jersey giveaways, and we'll talk about the Pacific Division. You know, uh, a couple teams in the division picked up some other key players, so uh, we'll kind of update what we think is going to happen with the Ducks and how it's going to all unfold. But uh, I guess we'll kind of start out with the training camp, Uh, Eddie. You uh, went to day one. You talked to some of the players. You saw Eves on the ice. You saw Kessler on the ice. Uh, share some of your thoughts and uh, what some of the players told you when you were there. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, first, you know, it's good to be back. It's been a while since you've been here. I, ha- I have noticed one thing I want to point out before I start talking about the players. I did notice your personal uh, Twitter has the M-Dub on it. I love it. It's awesome. And it got me thinking. I need a nickname because Eddie Richard sounds kind of boring, like a mixture of my name. <laughs> a nickname would be better. Like, I, I was thinking, like, okay, I, I love, you know, drink coasters. Eddie Coaster sounds like a really good nickname to just, you know, to be on this show. And I say coaster, not the drink coaster, but like a roller coaster because being a Ducks fan, like, makes me, like, you know, in a roller coaster of emotions, especially what's been going on this off season and what's going to go on this new season. So that's, I guess that's my new nickname for this show is Eddie Coaster. That that works, M-Dub. Yeah, it sounds, no, no, it sounds good to me. Hey, if you want to be Eddie Coaster, sounds good to me. I mean, mine is just kind of my, kind of my initials. You know, a lot of people call me M-W, so I just go M-Dub for short. So that's why I changed my name on uh, my, my Twitter handle. It's nothing exciting. I don't know. I just thought M-Dub was a little bit better than just my usual name. So that's what I'm going to roll with as well. But no, I like it. So, Eddie Coaster, tell us what happened uh, when you went over to Anaheim Ice. Hey, awesome. I walked in there. You know, first of all, the atmosphere was amazing. Seeing all the fans in the Ducks jersey, it, it was just cool. I, I walked by a player, one of the rookie guys, I didn't even know. and Someone told me the name, but I forgot. So, it was cool. And I, I started off, I got there, you know, you know, late, of course, knowing me. So I get there and watch the injured players practice. I watch the rookies practice. And, you know, I saw Kessler and Eves on the, you know, practicing, so I noticed them. Uh, Kessler, I, I watched him skate. He was skating hard, had a great stride. He wasn't favoring, you know, any side of his body, putting more weight on one leg or the other. His hips seemed, you know, great when he was skating. I, I, I didn't notice anything unusual about it, so I was speculating, like, yeah, maybe, you know, come game one, he'll be back. You know, uh... Obviously, uh, within 20 minutes of me being there, the glass shattered. So that was like, whoa, this is day one of camp, and they're breaking glass already, and they're like full stride, they're skating 110%. At that time, I was doing something else, so I didn't really notice Kessler, but once I saw the glass break, everyone's head turned up and started asking different fans around. I said it was Kessler that shot it. And then another player, when I went to go you know, downstairs to take a better picture of the glass broken, 
shot the puck and, you know, I guess shattered the glass even more and made that big hole in it. I think that was Blondizzi that did that because he posted on his social media. Um, I also noticed Eves, he looked really good, especially, you know, for being off for a whole season and back on the ice, he looked really good. He was hustling his stride. Then I actually talked to him after the game. I, I you know, kind of interviewed him, and he just seemed real motivated and positively back. He said that first when they all got there, they had a good video session and a great practice, and he's really excited. You know, it seemed like he wants to play there, and he wants to play, you know, start game one, especially against the Sharks, too. Even though he wasn't part of that, that sweep, he still mentioned that, you know, there's still like a price to pay and pay back and it's going to be exciting you know to face them again kind of like a revenge game from last season so i mean that was really cool and then also talked to andre suster the new defenseman really really tall tall kid um yeah he seemed motivated to just give it all he got for his new organization and i asked him about in and out because one fan was asking players about in and out so i was like hey i want to ask him about in and out he said, you know, that he tries to eat more on the healthy side. So, I mean, I can respect that. But when you're in California now, I, you need to go get an In-N-Out burger. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was, that's was that been a debate on social media, too. Like, uh, you know, when people are on the East Coast, they come over here. Do they like, uh, you know, In-N-Out as opposed to, say, like White Castle or whatnot? I'm like, come on. In-N-Out, period. You know, better than uh, any anything else out there. So, um, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I went to the uh, Getzloff shootout golf tournament. Uh, again, I've gone for the last three or four years, and I saw Patrick Eves as well. And he seemed in good spirits. He seemed ready to go. Uh, I know that the uh, update was that he was going to play maybe sometime after the fifth game in the season. So it looks like he'll be ready to go sometime at that point. Uh, so, I mean, it looks good for him. Uh, the other big question mark, you know, on our last show, which, I mean, it seemed forever. It was a month ago, but uh, was Ryan Kessler. He's on the ice, uh, as you talked about. Uh, he, you know, some people thought that he broke the glass. Some people thought that Blandizi broke the glass. I think maybe uh, Kessler maybe cracked it, and then Blandizi maybe <laughs> broke through it. But uh, it, it, his status is still up in the air, unfortunately. We don't know exactly when. Uh, he's going to play, but uh, from what you saw and witnessed, it looked like he's doing pretty good. Uh, so that's a good sign. It's just a question of when will he play. Um, I, I think the most interesting thing, Eddie, was uh, I talked to uh, Kevin Bieksa while I was at the uh, golf tournament. And, uh, you know, when, when you mention Kevin Bieksa, a lot of you out there have mixed feelings. You know, some of you sit there and go, hey, Superman punch, I love him. Uh, some of you go, he commits a lot of turnovers, you know, I'm tired of him, you know, whatever. So it's kind of interesting. I talked to him, uh, I took a photo with him and I joked around. I said, Hey, can you give me a Superman punch? So he kind of posed, he took a photo and I'll, I'll post it, uh, later, uh, where he has a fist up to my face, but then he actually Superman punched me in the ribs. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's BXA, but it was kind of er interesting. Some of the things he told me, Eddie, um, he wasn't really happy with Randy Carlisle. He said that uh, he's gotten a couple offers from a few other teams. He hasn't signed anything yet, at least at the time of this uh, recording. He's looking to stay close to California because of his family. So I don't know if he's going to go to San Jose, L.A., uh, maybe Arizona or Colorado, one of those types of teams. But he wanted to stay close to California or in California. And uh, 
He also said, this is kind of interesting, Eddie. He said that if Carlisle does not survive this season, he thinks that uh, Dallas Eakins will be the next coach for the Ducks. What do you think about that? I like that idea. I, I wasn't a big fan of bringing back Randy Carlisle. You know, I'm, I'm sure all Ducks fans are divided with that, with that decision. I just, when you cut ties with someone, it's for a reason. Obviously, it wasn't working and bringing it back. You know, I mean, maybe Randy Carl changed his style, changed his ways, but I mean, like the old saying goes, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas Eakins come up. You know, he's he's had success, you know, with the young guys, and maybe a change in tempo and a change for everyone will be the best thing. I mean, it's I mean, I I remember when Randy Carl first got fired, and I can't. I can't really remember the players, but there was players that had issues with him as well during the time when he was with the Ducks. And then now, you know, we have this that was said. So I, I personally think that a coaching change would only better the Ducks and push them for success. And I wasn't the biggest fan about bringing you know, Carlisle back. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, that's what that's what the exit talked about. Uh, you know, if you look at uh, Eakin's record, you know, he's been with the goals for three years. Um, his record's uh, 118, 71, 10, and 5. You know, not, not bad at all. You know, 615 uh, winning percentage. Um, like we said, they've been in the playoffs the last, you know, couple of the seasons. Uh, they haven't, you know, gone as far as they'd like. But, I mean, they've done decent. So, it's something kind of to keep your eye on, you know, with the way that the Ducks are going to go this season. Uh, we remember last season the Ducks had all these injuries, and guess what? Unfortunately, fans, the Ducks have a bunch more injuries going into this season. Obviously, uh, we talked about Eves. Eves is supposed to come back uh, probably in the second or third week of the season. Kessler's up in the air. Uh, but there's there's more uh, injuries out there. We, we don't, you know, with this team, it's kind of frustrating. But as far as this season goes... Uh, we learned that uh, Corbinian Holzer is going to be out uh, four to five weeks, uh, excuse me, four to five months. He's got a, a wrist injury. We know that Max Jones in the development camp hurt his thumb. He's going to be out for a month. Uh, Kostla is going to be out till about November, maybe Thanksgiving around there. He had hip surgery. Uh, Mahura had a concussion. He's probably out a week or two. But we've got all these things going on early on in the season already. And, you know, the Ducks are trying to, you know, I, I mean, the big thing, I think we talked about this on the last couple of shows, is that the slow starts, Eddie, and, and the Ducks are trying to avoid those. But it's kind of difficult. You've already got these injuries mounting before the season's even started. And, you know, you want to avoid that, but it's going to be tough for this team. I mean, you, you want to get everybody healthy. Uh, like you said, you're not going to have Ease and Kessler right away. You've got these other guys that are kind of... Uh, you know, dealing with surgeries or different injuries and whatnot. You know, what do you kind of think about the duck season? I know there's been kind of mixed reactions. Some people are a little bit stressed out. Uh, other people are still hopeful too. Uh, what's your take? You know, as, as the season's right around the corner. Um, I mean, poop happens. Not <laughs> sure the word I actually want to say, but. Yeah. I mean, these things happen. This is a professional hockey league. There, it's a hard-hitting game, and I mean, for you not to be injured, like players like Andrew Cogliano, that's rare. Never getting sick, never getting injured. I mean, like I said, he might be a vampire or something. We got to check into that. But it's time for everyone else to step up and not using this injury excuse as you know a scapegoat. 
like, oh, you know, I, I like last season her interviews, oh, you know, we started off this, we started off injuries. Okay, things happen. But it's time for every individual player to step up. Derek Grant stepped up last season. Uh, he, he did well. I mean, he's a bottom player, and he, he was given top-line minutes, and, and he kind of rose to the occasion. I mean, he, he played to his best of his ability, and he, and he hung in there, and I respect him for that. I liked him for that. I wish him all the luck, but, I mean, we have a lot of young guns, too, that are ready to make that jump and that are hungry, and, I, and, and of course, our veterans, too, like Corey Perry and, and our captain gets off, and everyone else around him has to step up. And we can't rely on Gibson like we did last season. Like, okay, we can just, you know, we're, you know, we're all injured. We're missing this. We're missing that. Let's just, you know, let's just, let's play without a beat. And hopefully Gibson stands on his head every game. It's not going to work that way. We have to just play a full, well, well-rounded hockey game. And everyone does their job and pitches in. If someone has to step up and be that, that Kessler or be that, you know, that Eves for, you know, those few games. Go ahead and do that. You have to do that. That's your role. And especially as a professional, you have to, you have to take that role. I think for the Ducks, everyone, including coaching staff, too, they have to adjust with the injuries and have to kind of figure out where to plug people in to their best ability and not be afraid to throw people in there, throw those, you know, those 18, 19, 20-year-olds in there and see what they can do as well. And uh, we talked about this numerous times on various shows. I'm all about throwing someone in the water and see if they can swim and you never know what you can get unless you put them in that position and I think Derek Grant was a, a great example of that last season yeah I agree with you 100% I think you know if you're looking at the Ducks this season and and how they're going to advance and what they're going to do I really think you know that the players coming up are the ones that the Ducks are going to have to rely on I mean we, we've talked about you know Bob Murray and and what the Ducks have done, you know, the trade deadline. We talked about, you know, the offseason and free agency. And, and obviously a lot of people are not happy. Uh, the Ducks have not done, you know, anything as far as making any kind of big moves or anything like that. That's kind of been the issue with a lot of people lately. Uh, when they look at the Ducks management, you know, they're not happy. And I, I, I can't argue with them, Eddie. I mean, a lot of people aren't, you know, satisfied with what's going on. So you, you know, you go into the season and as we talked about, you're, you're looking at Eves, Holzer, Max Jones, Kessler, Kostla, the, these players that are already uh, injured. The Ducks haven't got anybody big. Um, you look at some of these other teams out there, obviously the recent news that uh, Patch already uh, has gone to Vegas. And you look at, uh, of course, Carlson. Finally, this has gotten resolved. We knew this was going on for a while, but he goes to San Jose. I mean, you know, so you're sitting here. We kind of did a preview of the uh, Pacific Division a little while ago before all this stuff went down. But now you look at it, and it's kind of rough. I mean, the Ducks have got some injuries. A couple of your division rivals have gotten better. Uh, It's going to be kind of tough. I mean, this season... Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you're kind of looking at it and, uh, you know, I think the only way the Ducks get through this season is, of course, you hope that Eves comes back right away, which, you know, it sounds like he will in a couple weeks. Kessler's still kind of a question mark. But the Ducks are probably going to have to, you know, lean on some of the younger players, um, Eddie, you know, for them to get through the season because, you know, they didn't make any big moves. Obviously, they got Henrique, you know, signed for a couple years. 
you know, n- another one out there, too, is uh, Nick Ritchie. He's still not been signed. I don't know if he is going to be signed. He's not been at training camp. Uh, another big question mark, too, Eddie. So uh, what do you think about all that? Um, I think uh, Nick Ritchie is, is walking a, a thin, he's walking on thin ice right now. Um, him not re-signing and him, I have no idea what's going on with those contract extensions. I'm not over there in, you know, our GM's office, you know, ear to the door. But I am looking what's going on around, you know, the news in the NHL. Sam Reinhardt got, you know, he, he took a, a bridge deal. He's a little bit better player than Nick Ritchie, and he's uh, $3.56 million. And I, I hope Ritchie's not holding off for that kind of money because he's not going to get that. Oh, we have Wood from New Jersey, sophomore. In his sophomore season, he ranks up 32 points, and he's still a restricted free agent. And if New Jersey can sign him for under two or whatever they sign him for, that's going to just drop the value for Nick Ritchie because he's – a little bit better player than Nick Ritchie as far as, you know, the stats-wise last season. And just overall, his skating ability. And also, we have uh, our Anaheim Ducks rookies, too. I mean, I, I mean, every game they play, every practice they participate in, I think it kind of deteriorates Nick Ritchie's value as well because, you know, why pay this person this much money when we have someone that's still on entry-level contract that may be able to produce more points, that may be, you know, to go that extra mile and be that you know, that player that we want them to be. Nick Ritchie was taking you know the 10th overall and he hasn't performed like it. Especially, you know, you know usually players perform better their contract year. We've seen it with Matt Bolesky and numerous players around the league. Um, but he hasn't made that that jump. Um, I, I want to point out Sam Steele and I want to throw out some names, you know, Marner, Dreisaitl, McKinnon, Hall, they were all former Memorial Cup MVPs. I throw those names out because Sam Still was a 2018 Memorial Cup MVP, scoring uh, 13 points, two goals, and 11 assists. I mean, like history's shown, if you know, if if you have the ability to play and you're MVP of, of that, I mean, look at those names. And and yes, all those names I mentioned, I'm sure. Like, yeah, we hate those players when we play against them, but we'd love anyone. Of those players on our team, Drysaddle, McKinnon, Hall, would love them to be a duck. That'd be awesome. So I think uh, Sam still has the, the opportunity, especially with the injuries and Nick Ritchie not being re-signed, to make that jump. And who knows, maybe throwing him in, in to, to the NHL th- this level, it might spark something in him, and he might be that you know that Drysaddle, that that McKinnon, that Hall for us. And you know, Nick Ritchie he's just he's just gonna be one of those players that oh yeah, he was he was. He was repeated that twice because I wanted everyone to know, you know, you don't want to be a has-been. So what, what do you think about Nick Ritchie? So, I mean, you know, in the 2016-17 season, he had 28 points, uh, 14 goals, 14 assists. Last season, he had 27 points, 10 goals and 17 assists. Do you think he's a bust for being a first round pick? Or do you think the Ducks should, you know, kind of give him some more time, try and get this deal signed? Uh, what's your take on uh, Nick Ritchie? I hate to call players a bust right away. I mean, only three seasons, but the progression and and what he was supposed to be isn't, you know, going right there. When we first drafted him, he's supposed to be that big power forward, that gets lost, you know, that parry. 
you know, playing on the top line. And he's been playing, on, he played on the top line before, but it just wasn't, you know, really producing, it, you know, how he's supposed to be. Um, his skating, he isn't, he seems kind of lazy to me watching him play these last three seasons. And, and I hate to see a player not take a full stride, especially when you're a rookie. Like, 110%, anything less than that, and you're failing as a rookie. Um, I, I don't want to say bust, but I think he's digging his own grave, and he thinks he's valued more than, than what he is right now. Um, if I were him, I, I would just, you know, you saw Coste get a, a contract, get that dollar amount, or a little lower, because... You know, Kase was a seventh round pick, has performed a lot better. And prove yourself. If you think that, you know, you, you hate the criticism, you hate people saying X, Y, and Z about you, take that bridge, take that lower one year contract, and prove everybody wrong. It's been done before. So, I mean, I would hate to call him a bust. I don't want to, because I would hate to think that the Ducks wasted, you know, a 10th overall draft pick on Nick Ritchie, and when we could have got. I don't even want to look at the draft pick right now because I'm going to stress myself out. But, I mean, I really hope that things get worked out and he turns around and he's that power forward and that top flying player, that gets off player that he was supposed to emulate and be like. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I think uh, for him, the best situation right now is get that one-year deal signed, maybe at uh, $1 million or a little bit over that, you know, kind of similar to what he's already had. And then prove everybody wrong. Come out there and do what he has to do. Otherwise, I mean, he's he's not been with the team. He's out right now. He hasn't signed that contract. He's the only player on the Ducks that doesn't have a deal right now. And I agree with you. The longer that that time goes by that he hasn't signed, it's not working in his favor. So, uh, you know, the Ducks may, you know, with him out, may even have to turn to the youth even more, which is what uh, we had Lisa. She asked us a question about that, too. You know, hey, if he doesn't sign... Then, uh, you know, who the Ducks look to. And there's a handful of players out there that the Ducks can look to. I think, uh, I think Kevin Waugh is one player that did pretty well last season for being an undersized forward. He did pretty good. Uh, I think Sam Steele, obviously, is another one um, to, to look at. Uh, Jones is, you know, injured. He may not uh, be ready for a month or two. So there's a couple of uh, players there you can look at that may jump up into the system, do what they have to do. Uh, Troy Terry, obviously another one that has done great as well. Uh, I, I look at those three guys really uh, as the future right now, Eddie, as far as if the Ducks need to plug some holes this season. Is there any other guys that you would look at uh, in the minors or San Diego that you know maybe the Ducks are going to have to rely on to get through the season? Yeah, um, I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. I know I am. Mike, can you help me with it? Uh, Kamwa? No. No, that's right. Maxim Comtois. Comtois. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna practice that later. Sorry, guys, but yeah, he looked pretty good during the rookie, you know, the rookie tournament in Vegas, and he looked good during camp. I mean, it's up in the air right now, too, for any rookie, even those names that are not the most popular ones. We have the injuries. We have Nick Ritchie not being signed, and I think after getting swept by San Jose and and. I'm going to say failures because I think if you don't win the cup in the postseason, it's failures continuously. I think the Ducks organization is probably within that, that realm of, you know what, the best player and the most the player that can significantly, significantly and you know improve our, our stats and our wins is going to play. 
So um, Sam Still is my pick right now. Like he, he's my, my favorite, and I, I really hope he gets on the roster because I really think he's going to do some damage. And you know, if I'm wrong, cool, whatever. But I just seen seen him play in the rookie tournament and seen him at practice. He, he looks really good, and I really want to see him. So just like I, I called last season too. I don't know if you guys remember or if you remember Mike. I told you last season when I watched um, Kase at practice, like, look, he's going to have a, a career season. He, he looks good. And what happened, you know, knock on wood, he, he had a career season. Um, I should have bought a lottery ticket. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, my whole, you know, yeah, Sam still, but, you know, what? like you said, too, there's, there's Troy Terry, um, Sherwood, I think his name is. Uh, he looked good in the tournament as well, too. So it's just kind of open. Whoever can crack the, the opening night roster and whoever can produce the most, you never know what can happen. You can plug in a player, just it, it can fit. He can have a hot streak, and he can make those assists. I mean, Sam still had 11 assists in that tournament. He knows how to dish the puck out. Maybe he can make other players around him better, You know, even some of the veteran players, maybe. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the theme of the season uh, for the Ducks. I, I really think that it's time for the younger players to step up and come in. I mean, you know, we've seen everybody upset about Corey Perry and how he's not been scoring as many goals. Uh, Getzloff's kept doing what he's doing. Uh, Kessler and Eves have been kind of, you know, out with their injuries and whatnot. So I think this next season for the Ducks, if they're really going to make a push, I think some of these younger players are going to get some opportunities. And I think the Sam Steeles, the Troy Terrys, Kevin Waz and whatnot, yeah, even Koslo when he comes back, I think they're going to get some opportunities to uh, come out and, uh, you know, prove themselves and help this team. I think for the Ducks, you know, in goal, you've still got uh, Gibson and Miller and Nett. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I know you talked about it earlier in the show. I don't think the Ducks want to lean on them too much, but I, I don't think that's going to be a concern. The Ducks are decent on defense, but... I think the issue for this team is whether or not they're going to be able to sustain a four check and score. So I'm looking for other uh, you know players to step up. I think Kase was huge. Uh, like you said, he came out of nowhere being a, a later draft pick as opposed to Richie. So for this team to compete, I think it's going to be the youth. I mean, the things that you look at, uh, it's going to be tough. I, I don't think this season is going to be easy for the Ducks uh, with Pacioretty. Uh, coming over to the uh, the Knights and then Carlson coming over to uh, San Jose, I think it's going to be tough. Eddie, we talked about uh, you know a month ago uh, about the Ducks and making the playoffs and whatnot, and we've had people even ask us, you know, hey, do you think the Ducks will make the playoffs? I, I still think that they they can have a winning season. I still think that they can make the playoffs, but I definitely think with some of those moves that some of their teams made recently, it's it's definitely going to be uh, more difficult this season. Yeah, and that it goes. Uh, that, that goes and answers Stephen Chase's question when he asked uh, on Facebook where the Ducks have a winning season this year. I mean, it's it's going to be tough, and they have a lot of obstacles to overcome, and a lot of Pacific Division teams got better. But I, you know, I have that faith, and you know, I have that confidence in the team, and what I saw personally in practice from them, it, I, I I think they will. Uh, they'll have that. I mean, don't expect you know. Uh, Pacific Division championship season. I mean, don't expect that. You know, if we get in the playoffs, it's, it's not going to be a top spot, but I have a feeling, you know, or I have confidence that we will get in the playoffs and we'll make that push. 
I mean, as, as long as we just, you know, uh, just play our game and play 110%, I mean, that's all you can do. We have the skill. We have the team to do it. We have the goaltending and both Gibson and Miller that are more than capable of defending the net. And, yeah, everyone's freaking out about, you know, Carlson and Pacioretty. Yeah, the Golden Knights, they're going to, you know, they're going to start off strong and they're going to continue strong. I have no doubt about that. They have, you know, they have, you know, brought Paul Stastny in, and, you know, what's rumored to be he's going to be centering, you know, Pacioretty too. So just having them is going to be make them even that much dangerous. And San Jose adding Eric Carlson, I mean, it just it makes them that that contender. Just adding a player of that caliber. But here's the thing: hockey's not basketball. And I mentioned this when I, I made my my blog last week. You can't get too wrapped up on what's on paper because this is hockey, and hockey's a game that changes. It's night and day. You can be a cup contender one day. You can be in the bottom barrel the next day. Uh, Ottawa was that Cinderella team a couple seasons ago going to the playoffs, and everyone had high hopes for them that next season. They traded for Matt Duchesne. They beat the Avalanche in Sweden those two games. And then what happened? Boom. Titanic. They hit the iceberg, and they're down. And look at them now. So hockey changes. Uh, with Eric Carlson, you have to see how he's going to play in the West. He's only uh, His only team he's known was the, the Senators and their play style. So how is he going to you know, get his play style, transition it to the San Jose Sharks' play, play style? And also emotionally, too. If, if you guys watched the interview, the first minute of the interview, he was holding back tears, almost crying. He was upset. You know, and I'm not making fun of him at all. Like I, I, I empathize with that. That was his home. That was the only, the only place that he called home for professional hockey. Uh, a team that gave him that chance, that drafted him, and he was grateful for that. He didn't want to leave at all. So we had to play that factor. And how is his family going to transition himself to San Jose? And also, you know, the other players around him, because hockey's about chemistry. You bring in a player. Yeah, he's a great player, and if you pop in your NHL 19 now video game and you get the best players, your team's going to perform good, but this is real life. We don't know if he's going to click with the team. Yeah, everyone's happy, you know, that caliber of player, but, I mean, he plays a certain game, offensive style, and so does Burns. And then you had Vlasic was arguably the number two defenseman in San Jose. Now, he probably drops down the depth chart of number three. How is he going to take to that? Is he going to perform well? Is that going to, you know, drop his game? Is he going to go from number three to number six defenseman now? Or, you know, is Burns going to have an off game because now Carlson's getting more defensive points? We don't know that. Hockey's so unpredictable that we have no idea what's going to happen with this. So let's, let, let's not get caught up in the, the play and, and his rating on NHL 19, if you guys see that, whatever. Let's let's take it game by game and see how he performs because they can add all these players but not perform well. It's been It's happened before with teams that added you know, superstar players. And like I've said again, this isn't basketball. Basketball, you can do that. If you don't believe me, go check the NBA Finals the last few seasons. You see the same teams over and over again. Hockey's a game. It takes, you know, you're the last player on your fourth line to the first player on your top line. And it takes those three players that are scratched too because you never know what injury is going to happen. So let's not get caught up on Eric Carlson. That's what I'm going to say about, you know, that trade. Yeah. Well, I think another thing you got to look at, too, is, okay, you add Carlson, you have Burns, you have Malasic. Okay, so is San Jose going to be an all-offensive team and no defense now? Uh, that's kind of something you got to look at. They, they may be scoring goals, but they may be giving up a lot of goals, too. So 
you know, it's going to be interesting what happens in San Jose. I, I do think that they got him at a good deal. They gave a bunch of, you know, no-name players and draft picks and all this stuff, which is kind of frustrating. If you're a Ducks fan, you're sitting there going, okay, Bob Murray, really? And I don't blame you. I mean, you know, if you're sitting there going, hey, we could have done some stuff. Yeah, we could have, but we didn't, of course. So I still think the Ducks do make the playoffs. I really do. I think Eves comes back in the second or third week. I think Kessler comes in this season as well and still plays. Uh, obviously, he's been out there preseason. He looked good, according to what uh, Eddie saw as well. So I think this, the, the, you know, the Ducks are still in a good position. It's just a question of once they get in the playoffs, can they go farther? And I, and I think that's really the issue with this team. Uh, they relied on Gibson a lot last year. They relied on Miller a lot last year. So I'm not too concerned with the defense. I'm not too concerned with the goalie position for the Ducks. I'm more concerned with the offense. I think for this team, if, if they're going to do a whole lot, it depends on who's going to step up and who they're going to bring up, really, uh, from the minor league team. So if it's going to be Steele or Jones or Kostla or, or uh, Wah or Mahura, you know, those kind of guys, uh, you know, that are going to come up. Even they might bring up uh, Jacob Larson as well on defense, you know, to help out. That's what I'm kind of looking at for this team. It's going to be an interesting season. It, you know, with the Ducks, it's... <laughs> I feel like every season is, you know, going to be some kind of twist and turn, roller coaster up and down of emotion. I think the Ducks still have a good chance, even though, uh, you know, with with the whole thing of Patch Ready going to Vegas and Carlson going to San Jose, I, I think the Ducks can still do it. Uh, you know, they, they're starting the preseason right now. They lost the the uh, first game to San Jose, but it's not a big deal. They're not having the whole lineup in there, and you know, preseason is kind of whatever. I don't really look at the uh, preseason games and count too much. So I think the Ducks have a good chance, uh, despite everything that's going on, whether or not they sign Richie, uh, the injuries that are going on or whatnot. I think they can still finish in the top three in the Pacific Division. That's where I feel, Eddie. What do you think? Yeah, same here. I mean, you're going to have to you know, go around you know, Vegas and San Jose. And the Kings... The Kings are another team that are kind of like up and down, a flip side. They're, they're either going to go side A or B, good or not. Um, I think it's going to come down to either – I personally think Vegas is going to take that, that number one spot again maybe. Um, so it's going to come down to the Sharks, Ducks, and Kings to fight for that second spot, that third spot. Um, I mean, I don't see Edmonton being up there. Yeah, they made changes, and they have, you know, I guess Jesus, whatever you call him over there. <laughs> Mick Jesus. Yeah. You're only as strong as your weakest link, so. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, and I'm not going to flip out if Ducks don't start off strong, because we haven't started off strong in a while. All I care about is they finish in the playoffs. You know, I don't even care if they get the wild. They can get the very last game and win the wild card spot. Like, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll be stressed out, and you know, I'll probably, you know, my alcohol intake will probably increase at that time. But as long as they get in the playoffs and they and they just play the the playoffs that they're supposed to, and, and they catch that fire. But I have no doubt in my mind they'll make the playoffs. But you know, top three, it, it's going to be a battle. I'd say that it's really going to be a battle. So, I mean, I have faith in my team. You know, but like I told you guys before, it's hockey. It's unpredictable. You can have 
the Sharks and the Leafs and the Knights be out of the playoffs and have teams like Arizona and Ottawa just making the playoffs out of nowhere. Like it, you know, you never know what happens. I mean, it's hockey. I think that's the thing, why, you know, that makes uh, people excited, too, is that you never know. Injuries and all that other stuff can happen. Uh, I still look at the Ducks season. I think, you know, that they can do it. I, I think that, you know, the big question mark is is really, for me, is the offense. I'm not too stressed out about the defense. I, you know, you, you've got Fowler, you've got Lindholm, you've got Manson. Uh, you know, I think the Ducks are going to be good on defense. I just really am concerned about the offense. And it really depends on if Eves is going to play, is Kessler going to play, uh, you know, which young guys are going to step up, who's going to make that, you know, move uh, to help this team out. But it's definitely going to be an exciting season. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, this season, obviously, uh, you know, we got the new Jersey that's going on, Eddie. We, uh, we get, you know, we actually gave away, uh, the new Jersey, uh, a couple times. We, we had one contest on ducks and pucks, which, uh, Mike McDonald won. And then we had one on the uh, puck network, which, uh, Nathan Johnston, he won that one. We, we were giving away jerseys for any team, the alternate Jersey, and he picked that one. So. I think it's going to be exciting that, you know, the Ducks will have that. We'll have the, the Korea jersey retirement. We'll have the uh, the Niedermeyer jersey retirement. We're going to give away tickets to both those games. We're going to give away tickets to the uh, the first home game, which will be on uh, Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. If you go on there, sign up, and you'll be entered to win uh, game tickets for any one of those three games. So we're going to be doing that. And we're, and we're also going to give away another jersey as well, another uh, 25th anniversary jersey. So sign up on there if you didn't get one for some reason. And, you know, I you know I look at the season and I, I really think, Eddie, you know, the, the big thing for the Ducks is, is youth. Who's going to step up and who's going to take over for this team? That's really going to be the key. And I, I'm looking for the Ducks to look at uh, Troy uh, Terry, uh, Sam Steele, Max Jones, Kevin uh, Waugh, uh, Jacob Larson. I, you know, I, I'm looking at these players and I'm thinking for the Ducks that there's going to be a lot of youth to come up. And I really think that that's what's going to happen for this team. If they're going to make that push, they're going to rely on those guys and they're the ones that are going to, you know, help this team get through the playoffs. I think they can still make the playoffs. It's going to be tough, obviously, like we talked about. I think, uh, you know, L.A., San Jose, Vegas are probably going to be the other ones up there. But I think the Ducks make the top three or they make the wild card. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be an exciting season, but I think they're still going to be in the postseason. Oh, yeah, same here. I have no doubt. And, I mean, if, they, if they're if they not, knock on wood, it's a big surprise to me. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward, you know, I'm not looking forward to the postseason quite yet because I just want to just take in game one and go from there because I've been lonely this this summer not having hockey. I've been really depressed and you know, I had to see a doctor. Uh, I guess I, I have a disease of that fear of missing hockey, whatever it's called, so I've been diagnosed with that. But hockey's coming back, so I'll be cool again. But yeah, um, I have no you know I have no doubt in my mind does make the playoffs just how far they're going to go this time. And like I said, I want to see them go all the way. And, and that's my mentality coming into this season. I mean, it, it might be blinded by me being a fan, but that's, that, that's where I stand on that. So. 
And, and you know, recently there's been some updates too with the team. Uh, if you didn't hear, they had that you know 25 hours of hockey. They did that at the Hana Center. Uh, they also uh, are doing uh, an upgrade. They're uh, putting in new seats to the Honda Center. If you didn't see that, uh, a lot of uh, the seats are getting replaced with black seats. So if fans don't show up for some reason and it's black, uh, I think Carrie Underwood might not be able to talk any trash on us because she won't notice. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know. She likes to rag on the ducks, but Hey, you know, what do I know? But Hey, if there's black seats and uh, we're all wearing black cause the uh, 25th anniversary Jersey, or maybe just wearing the black home jerseys, she can't talk any trash on us. So there's some upgrades going on at the, uh, the Honda center. But, uh, if you made the 25 hours of hockey, good for you. Um, the seats, like we said, we posted a photo, they're getting upgraded. They're planning to do all of the seats. Hopefully they'll be ready at the beginning of the season, but they're they're doing them right now, as well. And uh, uh, you know the Ducks are doing some upgrades around the stadium and whatnot. Uh, they've got the Wild Wing statue out there, and they've also got some names written on there of people that have uh, donated and whatnot to the Ducks. So make sure you check that out. We've like we said, we've given away some of the uh, 25th anniversary jerseys. We're going to give away another one. Uh, if you sign up on the Patreon.com website, we're going to give away uh, tickets throughout the year. Uh, obviously, the big three games, the the home opener uh, against Detroit, you know, the 24th, uh, 25th anniversary, uh, the jersey of retirements for uh, Korea and Niedermeyer as well. So check those out. Uh, I'm actually going to be in Vegas, Eddie, for the, uh, the Knights home opener against the Flyers. So I'm going to check that out. And, of course, I'll be at the Ducks home opener. So that'll be kind of interesting. I actually got some time off from my real job, uh, amazingly, for a couple weeks. So I'm going to be doing some of that. But, uh, you know, I, I'm still excited for the season, Eddie. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of question marks with this team. But I think if you're a Ducks fan... Um, you know, you should still be excited. There's there's a lot of youth in the pipeline. I think there's a good chance that some of these players come up and step up. We saw Kase do it last year. You know, uh, Wah had some uh, spurts of greatness in there too. And I think, you know, even with what's going on with some of the other teams, yeah, Murray didn't make some big moves and whatnot, whatever. But, uh, you know, I still look for this team. I still think they're playoff bound, and I still think they have a good chance this season. Yeah, same here. And um, I wish you, you know, a great vacation. Have fun in Vegas. Um, if you can, if you're a gambling man, are you gamble, Mike? You know, a little bit. Uh, you know, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, well, two things. Uh, first of all, put uh, $93 on black. And also, talking about Patreon, I was just thinking right now. I had like a little a moment in my mind. We have eight people that subscribe to it and that donate. So thank you. You know, working social media, doing podcasts, writing, it's a lot of hard work. Um, you know, I'm Mike's co-host, and I do a lot of, like, matching on social media, so it, it's a rough job. And when I have ideas, I tend to, you know, whatever I'm doing, pulling over to the side of the road, jotting them down, waking up in the middle of the night, writing them down. So it just, you know, it, it's a way to make this show better and to have more giveaways. So what I'm going to propose right now, since Mike's going to Vegas and we're talking about gambling, I'm going to make you guys a bet. If we can get 93 people to donate to Patreon, and it starts off at $1, and you can read when you go on it and check. But if you guys, you know, if we get 93 people to sign up, if 93 people give $1, that's cool. 
by first home game of the Ducks, if we have 93 people, I will show up to my stats class or science class in my full ice hockey gear with a Ducks jersey in class. And I will record it periodically in class so you guys can see it. I might live it and just have you can watch me taking notes in full gear. But if 93 people sign up for Patreon on Ducks and Bucks, by first home game of the Ducks, I will show up to my college class in full ice hockey gear with a Ducks jersey. So how does that bet sound, Mike? That sounds pretty good. There's still a couple weeks to go. So, uh, you know, everybody can do it. Like I said, if you donate just $1, you have a chance to win uh, game tickets, like we said, to the home opener, uh, the Korea retirement jersey, uh, Niedermeyer retirement jersey, game as well, and uh, probably some other games too. We'll be giving away a lot of stuff this season. Uh, you know, we've already given away a couple of jerseys. We'll be doing some more. We'll also have watch parties this season as well, like we've had for the last couple of years. We'll be at El Ranchillo in Orange. We'll be giving away stuff there uh, too. Uh, also, check out uh, tpnhockey.com. We've got uh, some sales going on, some t-shirts and whatnot too. Um, so, look for that. Eddie and I will be back uh Pretty much when the season starts, we'll be doing shows every week. Uh, obviously, August has been kind of kind of mellow, not a lot going on, but uh, we'll be doing some updates and whatnot, and uh, we'll keep on rolling. Hey, Mike, one more thing. I do want to give a shout-out to Joe Chavez. I don't know if you guys follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but he was battling cancer, and he just finished his last treatment of chemotherapy uh, and then 24 hours later, he's over there at the Ducks playing his on a sledge hockey team. So I just want to give a big shout out to him. Uh, he he is he, he held it strong. He, he he stood up against cancer. He fought it. He's been an inspiration and hero, especially for me because I lost a lot of family members and friends from cancer, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate to that. So in his honor, what I want to do is last season I donated two dollars for every point Cogliano scored to the animal shelter in Orange County. This season, I'm going to donate $2 for every point Corey Perry scores uh, this season in his honor to a cancer, uh, cancer foundation in his honor. And I will go ahead and once you know season gets rolling, ask him which foundation he would like, and I will donate that money in honor of him. And on top of the $2, you know, I'll, I'll donate the $2 for every point, but on top of that, I'm going to donate an undisclosed amount that I can afford that allows me my budget to that cause as well because like I said he, he is a hero to me for standing up to cancer and taking chemo that, that day uh, or day before playing hockey and he's on the ice the next day and I'm pretty sure you know I, I've seen people go through that and it's not easy so I mean he's a hero so I just want to go ahead and give a shout out to, to Joe Chavez and, and thank you for being so strong and, and showing us that you know hockey can make a difference for someone and that we can overcome the adversity even with cancer when we have you know friends and family and hockey life absolutely eddie and i think it's awesome you know and i'll help out any way that i can as well so i appreciate that so with the uh you know the season coming up here we'll wrap up uh, like we said we'll have some shows uh, on a weekly basis, we'll be doing some other things. We'll be doing some giveaways. We'll be giving away tickets. We give away some jerseys. We'll give away some more jerseys. Uh, we'll have some watch parties as well. So look, you know, stay uh, up to date with all that. Uh, subscribe to uh, Patreon.com. You can win some stuff, and we'll see you in a week or two. Let's go Ducks! Here we go.